Long ago, a woman became sick and was looked after by her young daughter. While it rained, it also remained sunny for most of the morning. During a break in the rain, the daughter completed as many chores as she could and considered what to make for dinner. Outside her house, laughing echoed in the woods behind her, and a man peeked from around the tree. He was the Philippine shape-shifting centaur, the Tikbalong. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 136, the Philippine shape-shifting centaur, the Tikbalong. I am Kamuwala Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of our Legends from the Pacific Book 1 is now available, narrated by multi-award winning actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks including Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Just click the link in our show notes to purchase our Legends from the Pacific audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. So why am I sharing this horse-like creature now? Well, it's in celebration of this week's Belmont Stakes horse race, which marks the end of this year's triple crown of thoroughbred horse racing. I'd also like to congratulate those who competed and won these historic events, especially Jenna Antonucci, who became the world's first female trainer to win a triple crown race. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you the Philippine horse creature. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. The Tikbalong is a forest spirit who some believe evolved from a spirit of an aborted fetus. Yeah, the Filipino mythology love including the unborn, but more on this later. Tikbalong appear as a humanoid horse. Contrary to the traditional half-human, half-horse centaurs, Tikbalongs are more human. They stand on their hind hooves and have hands. So, sort of like the Netflix cartoon character Bojack Horseman, just with hooves. Tikbalong were originally very thin and so tall when one crouched, its knees would be higher than their head. As a side note, modern renditions depict them as very muscular and sometimes sporting tattoos. Regardless, they are shapeshifters who may have the ability to turn invisible. Their shape-shifting is critical, since while they are known as horse-like creatures, horses were not native to the Philippines. So, where did this unusual appearance come from? Well, one theory states they were influenced by the god Vishnu, specifically his variation known as Hayagriva. This seems plausible, since thanks to trading, Hinduism was spread throughout this part of Asia at around 200 Common Era. However, 
Tikblong were spirits who were believed to shapeshift into various forms, including thin, dark-skinned humans or old men who smoked tobacco. Because of this, some classified them as a type of werehorse. Werehorse? Their horse. Their castle. That being said, some of the earliest Tikbalong records stated the creature was a large bird. However, a more likely explanation of their horse-like appearance could have been from Spanish colonialism, which occurred towards the mid-1500s. Horses were vital for Spanish settlements, and they were imported from China and Japan. It should be noted, earlier I mentioned Tikbalong appeared as tobacco-loving thin men. But tobacco was another imported item, implying this appearance was a later depiction. Also, since Spanish settlements were Christian, this may have influenced the belief that Tikbalong were the evolved spirits of an aborted fetus. So what do Tikbalong do? They were considered troublemakers who torment travelers by getting them lost in a forest or luring children into the woods. Encountering one is also said to cause madness and other psychological issues. If you hear random laughing in the woods, it may be a tikbalong. To avoid it, you need to wear your shirt inside out, or remain quiet while passing through the woods, or ask permission for safe passage. Personally, I'd do all three. You know, just to be safe. Tikbalong are usually found beneath banyan trees, which are believed to be gateways to other realms. When it rains on a clear day, it is believed tikbalong were getting married. Now, this aspect is interesting since while it could have been influenced by the West, who believed it was a sign of witches, other Asian cultures have similar beliefs. Like the Japanese, who believed people should beware of sunny but rainy days since it was a sign the trickster foxes were getting married. Tikbalong can be tamed. To do this, you need to ride it and pluck one of its spines from its spiky mane or pluck three golden hairs from its mane before it eats you. Huh. I'd like you to just imagine this odd image of a horse eating a human. Anywho, the spines or three hairs will give you command of the creature. The man peeking from around the tree had darker skin than others that stretched over his skeletal frame while he smoked a large cigar. He looked at the house. You live here, don't you? Uneasiness made the girl shiver. I have a great treasure, the man said. I rarely show it to others, but would you like to see it? Mother would know what to do, the girl thought, but she's sick. Your treasure, the girl said. Does it make sick people better? The man's eyes widened. Of course, it's magic. She approached him, and he led her into the woods. As they slopped through the mud, she didn't know if the darkening forest was from the setting sun, more rain clouds, or something else. Are we there yet? The man smiled behind his cigar, just a little longer. I think I need to go back. The man's eyes narrowed. It's rude to leave now, and I don't like rude people. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude. We've just been walking for a while, and I'd like to know how much further it is. Where do you live? The man lifted his arms. The forest is my home. The girl nodded. It's very lovely, but if this is your home, that makes me your guest. So it does. And isn't it rude for a host to not respect their guests? The man smiled. 
I respect your request. You may leave. Thank you. The man bowed. Good luck returning. The girl walked back, but didn't recognize the trees. Panic gripped her as she realized she may be lost. Mud oozing beneath her shoes was undisturbed. Scanning the ground, her footprints were a few yards to her left. She followed them home, cleaned her shoes, and checked on her mother. Her mother woke when she entered and grabbed her little one while saying she had a nightmare that her daughter was lost in the woods. Her child hugged her mother, assuring her she was fine and she'd always find a way home. A big mahalo nui lo to our Patreon members, Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Pueohenki, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story, like the rare story of the Hawaiian volcano god who was before Pele, and other nifty benefits. Your rewards are waiting for you, so become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. The tick belong has been seen in many Filipino comics, stories, and media. While this bean seems fantastical, apparently many witnesses have seen this creature. So, what'd we learn? You know, aside from people possibly seeing this thing. Well, my initial thoughts were parents could have told their children about the tick belong as a way to prevent them from playing in the woods and getting lost. Aside from that, I felt there could have been another reason for the cigar-smoking tick belong to lure children from their parents. Okay, so the tobacco-smoking creature is post-Spanish colonization. Thanks to our Swang episode, we know the Spanish needed people to move from the forest to fulfill the settlement's need of manpower. So these tick belong could have been individuals kidnapping children because what we also learned in our Swang episodes was the Spanish did anything to fulfill their workforce. I also feel it's interesting how the tick belong, who were essentially forced spirits, and I'm guessing against Spanish colonization, are depicted as horses, which were a symbol of Spanish colonization. And finally, in Taming a Tick Belong, there was something about riding one which made me think of wrestling. I suppose both are considered a form of dominance, but for some reason I thought of the story of Jacob wrestling the angel. Now, for the record, I'm not saying there's any connection or influence. It's just the first thing that came to my mind when I discovered this. Also, the Tick Belong's horse image means this belief may have been adopted post-Spanish colonization and Christianity. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it, as well as our future listeners. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is... Funky Tango by Kalei Gamiao, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Leo. Leo means horse. An example of Leo is the famous Trojan Leo, inspired many things like Monty Python's large wooden rabbit. Once again, Leo is Hawaiian for horse. Of course, of course. 
Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho!